When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Happy, happy Friday, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? How are you feeling today here in the great state of Texas? The phone, line, uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Well, the Biden administration uh, slapped down an ultimatum yesterday. Uh, about Eagle Pass, uh, they want full access to Shelby Park. There's some kind of stinking boat launch there they want uh, to take back, uh, and the International Bridge. Uh, Greg Abbott has until today <laughs> uh, to return, uh, return control to the Biden administration, uh, these locations uh, along the Texas border, the southern border. And uh, so the ball is in uh, Greg Abbott's uh, court. Uh, uh, how do you? How are you feeling about this? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, I, and 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 understand that the, all of this, the fulcrum of this entire argument from from Greg Abbott's point of view and my point of view, and apparently twenty five governors of twenty five other states across this great republic of ours. The, the the hitching point is that it, it, whether this is merely just, you know, annoying illegal immigration or or it's an invasion, because as defined as an invasion, then Greg Abbott and any, uh, any other governor, but specifically here in Texas, well, yeah, damn Skippy has the authority to protect Texas. And uh, I, I've been saying for years, and I absolutely believe this, that Texas is actually more American than uh, than the rest of the country, I- in a sense. In that uh, Texas uh, is the best example of, uh, uh, of the power of the states, of the autonomy of the states. We are an example of uh, how successful the free markets can be. Um, and, uh, this is why the swamp and, uh, the, the bunch of evil blankers that, uh, are currently trying to run this country over a cliff. That's why they hate Texas. They hate Texas because we're Texas and they hate Texas because, uh, we don't like being shoved around. And I think that's what's at play here. And I, 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 I as I was saying there at the tail end, uh, the ass end there of where and Rima, um, these are people talking about the evil dark forces at play here, which predominantly we call the Biden administration. Okay. If, if things go weird, if things go Gettysburg, if things go, you know, full on civil war, uh, they kind of win. They, they want social chaos. They want disorder. They want violence. They want a breakdown of, of civilization, if you will. I mean, that's kind of a heavy statement, but you know what I mean? They want to bring it all down. If things go cockeyed in Texas, well, then Joe can roll in his his F-16s, right? Um, If Greg Abbott backs down, 
then uh, you know they can just keep flood. They can keep continue to flood Texas with illegals, which they're going to do anyway. And hopefully uh, uh, flip this state or or render the state meaningless or what have you, because that that's really what's at play with the open border. We all know that, right? You're going to give them amnesty at some point. Uh, I, I didn't know this. Uh, Trey was talking about this at uh, uh, the head of the UN is saying that we got 200 million more people that need to come to America. 200 million. Okay, uh, but but people are nuts for thinking uh, this replacement theory stuff is, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, you and I know what's going on here. Uh, they're trying to flood this country. Uh, with illegals uh, who will, yeah, vote Democrat, apparently, or the assumption is they'll vote Democrat for the rest of their lives. Uh, bad guys around the world are sending other bad guys here, bad guy stooges, to do whatever the hell they want them to do at some point. You're going to know who they are at some point, right? Remember the guy that came across from uh, from uh, Morocco? A couple of guys from Morocco? You'll know who I am soon enough. Uh, God bless Greg Abbott and God bless Texas. Um, I, I, my thought is that perhaps, sure, they want chaos, they want violence, they want a, they want a war. It would work out for them on so many different levels, right? You could, uh, you could put off the election possibly by declaring a state of emergency of some kind, declaring martial law. I mean, are you, are you really, are you where I am and that you think and you believe that anything and everything is possible with these people? Cause that's where I am. That anything's possible. So if things go weird here in Texas at Eagle Pass, well, it's kind of a win-win for them, isn't it? Again, as I said, uh, if nothing happens or if Abbott backs down, which I don't think he's going to at this point, he's come too far or gone too far, uh, then they could just keep uh, leaving the border open and flooding uh, the state of Texas and all these other states with uh, all the illegals they want. My thought, though, is I I don't know if they properly or honestly appreciate the size and the ferocity of the bear they're poking. And as I, it's not because I want there to be a freaking civil war. I don't. Who who the hell would want that? All right, unless you're a moron. Um, but, you, you know, America is like no other nation on the, pl- on the face of the earth, and Texas is like no other state in this country. In fact, I, I will tell you that uh, Texas is unlike... Uh, any other place on the planet. That's why I love it here. You know what I love? When I got here, I just want to riff on this because it plays into what I'm saying here. Okay. In regards to what Greg Abbott is doing at Eagle Pass. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm like, you know, solid Gen X. Okay. I, I, I'm that guy. I, I, I'm rebellious by nature. Okay. I, I am really a rebel without a cause, man. I, I don't like being told what to do. It's been a kind of a hard thing to deal with in my life on occasion. I don't like being told what to do. I just don't. Um, and and point in, point of fact, when you tell my ass what to do, more than likely because I got that Gen X grunge ethic in me, when you tell me to do something, I'm going to do more of what it is you don't like me to do to do just to do it. You tell me not to do A, I'm going to do A all day long, <laughs> just to piss you off. I mean, that's who I am. I am rebellious by nature. And when I got to Texas, I realized I'm home. 
Texas and the existence of Texas and uh, uh, how Texas came into being and who Texans are. Man, Texans also don't like being told what to do. Texans don't like being shoved around, man. And that's especially here in San Antonio. San Antonio is the heart of that whole idea. The Alamo City. That's why when I got to the Alamo City, I, I felt like I was, for the first time in my stupid life, that I was actually home. And that's why I'm never going to leave. And that's why, while this crap is going on, I am very thankful. And yeah, I thank Jesus every single day that I'm in Texas at this particular moment in American history. Because I'm not afraid. <laughs> I ain't afraid of nothing, man. Because uh, that's Texas. So bring it. Bring it on. I, I, I love these. Uh, I posted one last night. These uh, Gazden, Gazden flies, uh, flags that are, that are being slightly reconfigured for our current situation. Come and take it. It's no longer a, a wound up snake there. It's a piece of, <laughs> it's a length of razor wire. James just found a really cool image, uh, and I want to get that on a damn T-shirt. And it's a flag that somebody uh, designed. It's it's the American flag. But kind of like, James, you remember when Superman would rip off his shirt? You'd see the emblem behind uh, beneath his, his, uh, his reporter shirt there, his white shirt. The flag is like that. It's the American flag, but it's, it's like invisible hands are pulling it apart, pulling it across somebody's chest, and there's the Texas flag beneath. I think uh, Texas represents, and I'm going to say this, frankly, the balls of this country. And we're being really, really ballsy right now because it is necessary, because this is a freaking invasion. You are either being a stooge or a moron by attempting to claim that this is anything other than a freaking invasion. This is not merely a spike in illegal immigration, and it sure as hell ain't got nothing to do with freaking climate change, man. Holy crap. The sad, stupid thing is this is all, this is political. All of this human wreckage, all of this crap that's going on. Potentially some kind of civil conflict between the, the governors of, uh, of freedom-loving states and a fascist government. Yeah, that sounded really hippie. But you know what? It's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, you know, and, and they're, they're, they're shoving us. They're sho- trying to shove us around. And they, might, they, they may think they want what may happen. But I, I truly believe, I honestly believe that they, they, they really, and I'll tell you why I believe that they don't properly or, uh, I guess I said honestly appreciate the size and ferocity of the bear, of the bear they're poking. Well, they've never gotten Texas. Okay? The, 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 the elites, the Northeast and East Coast elites, the political people, the swamp, all right. They have been misunderstanding Texas for a long time. Trump gets Texas. That's why he's beloved in Texas. Uh, but the people who hate Texas, very it's like anything else. They, they don't really get the people. They don't understand Trump. They don't understand because they all do, in a sense, live in this weird, swampy, methane, stinking bubble. They don't understand America first. They don't understand Texas pride. 
They don't understand why Donald Trump resonates with so many people. They never have. That's why they didn't see him coming. That's why they assume Hillary Clinton was going to be the next in line. They don't get Trump. They don't get Texas. And, baby, they really don't appreciate what they're, the, the, the path they're walking down, I, I believe. God bless Texas, man. What do you think? 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Yeah, I don't like being told what to do, man. Don't be telling me what to do unless you're my wife. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, National Spouse Day, too, James and Don. It's National Spouse Day. You know, people think that my wife, like, tells me what to do. Uh, what she does, but what my because what my she she makes a really like solid argument for why I should do something, because she knows if she just tells me to do something, I won't do it. But if she makes a, a rock solid argument for why I should do something, mm-hmm. and and I can't get around the argument or the logic of it, well then I do it. Well, sometimes her rock solid argument is simply two words: <laughs> punk ass. Yeah, well you're right. You got me there. <laughs> Punk ass. Um, I was thinking about that. Today is National Spouses Day, and uh, I posted something on Facebook that actually confused my wife, and I had to explain. Today, it was 10 years ago today. This is so jive. This is so girly. I came off sounding like such a badass, and now I'm about to go on the air and say something hallmarky and weird like this. You're about to lay on your stomach, cross your ankles, and write in your journal? Yes. <laughs> what you doing? Hey. Thinking about you. I, today, I, I can't, now I feel embarrassed I'm going to say this. Uh, yes, today, it was 10 years ago today that we had our six-month anniversary. Oh, wow. Does that make sense? Yes. Isn't it usually like the women who are like, don't you remember when I wore this dress? And here I am. I I think I've watched too much Hallmark over the past couple of years. Here I am. Don't you know what today is? I'm telling you, I'm a housewife, man. I guess you forgot. It was 10 years ago today we had our first, you know, Starbucks date. You don't remember, do you? You don't remember nothing. You don't care. A buddy and I have a theory about relationships that one person's a bunny and one's a rock. (laughs) You, sir, are the bunny. Yeah. Well, here's what it is. Okay, and we're we're sort of both of us are kind of having kind of having to embrace this reality. My wife is a very logically thinking person. Mm-hmm. My wife solves problems. My wife wants things to make sense. That's the rock. I'm freaking chaos. The bunny's hopping nothing. Around. Nothing about me makes sense at all. Most of the really cool things I've done in my life. Made absolutely no sense at all. In fact, at the time, people told me not to do it. People told me not to come to Texas. Said I was nuts. So I'm chaos. She's logic. And, and, and this is why we scream at each other a lot. I'm kidding. Georgia's the rock. Don's the bunny. Don, you're the bunny, too, aren't you? Yeah. Are you Actually, the bunny? no. There, I, there's no chaos here. You She's guys the chaotic just, one. Oh, she is. Well, then why yeah. does she restrict your speed limit on driving the Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because she knows that if the faster it goes, the more I like it. Hoppity, so. hoppity, hoppity. Hoppity, yeah. hoppity. What a carrot. Oh, my God. What's yeah. up, Doc? Well, no, you guys, you're, but you're, real, you're a really laid back guy. You're also a very logical thinking person. You know what I mean? For the most part. I mean, you, you, you guys have a pretty cool relationship. 
Ours is more of a, you know, like a seesaw, just kind of going back and forth between logic and chaos. Right. Oh, what the hell am I talking about? She bosses me around, but I'm fine with it. I love it. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> like it. I need to be bossed around by somebody, man. Full disclosure. Yeah. What's that? Um, a gift that Don and I picked out was supposed to arrive for you yesterday. For me? It didn't. Yes. I bought it. Don picked it out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and You got was, me a present? Oh, yes. Why are you guys laughing? paid for it. Yeah. It wasn't expensive, but... It was supposed to be here, and if it was, you'd have been opening it right now, Don. This would have been perfect. Oh, oh. no. So we got to wait till Monday. Oh, man. Monday. Well, you had to tell so, me that now? Well, I'm, yeah. What the hell am I going to do over the next two days? Thinking Wonder. about it. Go drive yourself crazy is what you're going to do. What the hell is it? You have to wait till Monday it, to find is out. Is it for Christmas? I mean, what is it? Why'd you get me a thing? What is just a. So I didn't get anybody anything over Christmas. Well, here's the thing you don't know. Right. Oftentimes when the show is going on, yeah. Jimmy and I have our own show going on in the background. Oh, I'd like to hear so, that. Yeah. No, I'm, you I'm going to do a Carrie Lake. <laughs> I'm going to do a Carrie Lake on you guys. I'm going to do a Carrie yeah. Lake on you guys and slide a microphone in there one day. Or patch into the board so I can record it myself. Yeah, what what are you guys sure talking a long about? Delay. What are you guys talking about? What are you talking about when you're talking to each other off the off the air? Well, you'll you find about? out Monday when you open your present. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. What are these, a Watergate tapes? What the hell is this? Pretty no, much. It's a solid gift just from us, you know, your two buddies. Right. And it's apropos to what we were talking about just now. You know, an idea just flashed into my mind. It's not like a little box for my wife, right, that she can put my testicles no. in okay no your, your little because she already has one of those all right what your, am i thinking your yeah. little macarenas yeah my little macarenas <laughs> are already in a lockbox buried out in the backyard i get them on christmas for about 30 minutes <laughs> my birthday let's be play with them for about 30 valentine's minutes valentine's day then i gotta get them right back man no i don't get them on yeah. valentine's day man nobody gets those back on valentine's day that's a chick right. holiday they need um, to sign a waiver before she gives them to you yeah. yes but enough about my testicles. Here's Chris. Chris, how are you? <laughs> hey, good luck following that, Chris. Have fun, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years to drop that line. How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you got a man card today, buddy. <laughs> yeah, my man card kind of got a little mushy there in that last break. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. Sure. How come? How come everybody's all uh, gung ho about Greg Abbott? Why couldn't he do, do, do this three years ago? I don't care. I don't care. He's doing it now. It's all I care about. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying you're not right. That I wish something like this would have happened three years ago. But as I'm learning in my life right now, you can't dwell on the past, man. We're in the present moment. Well, well, we you know Democrats do dwell in the past. That's why I keep on bringing it up. But, well, you yeah. Know, but, but, I mean, if we could have done this three years ago, we wouldn't be in this chaos that we are now trying to fight a fire with water hoses that are broken. Well, you know? it's a fair criticism. I'm not, and I gotta, I gotta, I'm out of time. It's a fair criticism. Uh, I just, I don't care. Uh, it's going on. He's doing it now, and that's all I give a crap about. 210-599-5555. Gennaro, Gennaro, hang on, buddy. Do a couple of bong hits uh, during the break there, and we'll come to you as soon as I get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. 
We're going to talk about this uh, woman in California that got uh, probation for stabbing her boyfriend over a hundred times because of pot-induced psychosis. We'll kick that around coming up in a few minutes. But first, speaking of pot, Gennaro! Gennaro! going down, man. Oh, my God. Are you how you serious, doing? Man, uh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, sir? It's Friday, man. I'm in a jolly mood. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I've been calling all week a little bit, uh, and I know you're going to be off for uh, for a while. Well, so no, I'm, I'm, like, right. I'm, no, I'm working next week. I'm doing trays off next week, then I'm going right. to take off a week uh, in February. Okay, so I'm in the flower business, dude, and I'm going to be, like, very busy. Oh, yeah. So you and Jack Riccardi, man, or you guys are going to be my tool at work, man. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be your tool at work. Jack's going to be a tool for you at work. Uh, What exactly do you mean by that, sir? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, I'm going to be listening to you. I know, I'm just messing with you. I get Valentine's Day, I guess you will be busy as crap. Very, very wow. busy as crap. Anyway, dude, I forgot what the hell I was calling you about. Oh, uh, I wanted to say something. Hey, you know what, man? You know how, like, you say you lived a hard life, you partied and everything? Oh, yeah. Me too, Me too man. Um, we're about the same age, dude. I can't believe if you and I were friends in the 80s, dude. We Ooh. wouldn't be here, dude. We'd probably get oh, Legends, Legends would have been written about you and I hanging out together and we'd, partying in we'd, the 80s. We'd probably get shot robbing a bank or... or well, I don't um, think we would have, ha- would have had the energy to <laughs> rob a bank in the 80s. I think we'd you and I would be too chill, hung over and chill, man. Right. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry we missed each other back in the 80s, but maybe that's a good thing, dude. Yeah, that's a good thing, dude. That's <laughs> a good thing. Dude. All right, Gennaro. I love Thanks you, for, I love you too, man. Thanks for Definitely. checking in, brother. <laughs> Bye. day without Gennaro is like a day without sunshine, man. TJ, how are you? Good morning. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, I, I, following up on Gennaro, um... You guys were talking about giving gifts a little while ago. He's going to give you a gift. Well, sign me up for gifts because my birthday's coming on Valentine's. So tell Your birthday girl, is on Valentine's Day? Yes, sir. And Whoa. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Whoa. But if you guys are giving gifts, you know, sign me up for it. All right, well, but, see, February is a very expensive month for me because Valentine's Day is also our anniversary, and my wife's birthday is like two days before Valentine's Day. So I do I, I do a credit check every year in January just to see how I'm doing. <laughs> well, the general, I'm sure it's going to have some leftover flowers. So. <laughs> All right, we'll Hopefully. send you some, TJ. Thank you. Hey, what? Um, on a different note, the girl from California, and I've been trying to call you since yesterday, the day before, uh, Sean was talking about a guy from Mississippi. That That's what Sean was talking he, about? No, not Sean. I'm sorry, the other guy before <laughs> you. Um, the other guy. Oh, the right, other guy, Trey. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about some guy from Mississippi that was going to be put down because blah, 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 and he was allergic to the chemicals, so oh, they had they, to do it a different way. They used gas, I think, didn't they, James? Don, they used gas in that guy? Yeah. So, now, the guys that follow your show say that 
instead of the electric chair, we should do electric bleachers. We should put the girl from California and the guy from Mississippi on it. And there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> Maybe. A lot of people are thinking that. I appreciate the call. I, I, when it comes to the death penalty, I'm actually a big old fan of a firing squad. And I'll tell you why. I think the last uh, firing squad execution we had was back in the 70s. Norman Mailer wrote a big book about it. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, firing squad is actually the quickest most certain, and from what I've read, the most pain-free way to take somebody out. You get four dudes, five dudes, all pointing a rifle at a person's chest. Not all of them have bullets, so you know you don't know exactly who's you know pulling the kill shot there. But you slam a bunch of bullets into somebody's chest right into their heart, and they go out. Uh, but it's cruel, right? It's better to you know pump a bunch of uh, uh, drugs to shut down their internal organs. It's much better to do it that way. I did a Google search, Sean. Yes, Ronnie Lee Gardner. Yes, that was in 2010. Oh no, no, I'm thinking about no the guy from the 70s. Oh, okay. um, I believe he was here in Texas. Uh, Mailer wrote a book that's a great book called The Executioner's Song. Well, Utah State Prison weren't messing around. They in did. Oh, that's, we talked about. I talked about that on the air. Oh hell, I'm just remembering that now. Yeah, they they took him down with bullets. Well, and I when I in fact uh, uh, when I was uh, reading about and Tommy Lee Jones actually played. Or no, not uh, uh, yeah. Let me see here. I'm going to pull up the the proper. Tommy Lee Jones played the guy in a in a TV movie that uh, that did very well. Uh, and uh, I believe it was a book written by Norman Mailer, and it was a firing squad. I remember doing some additional reading. Yeah, Mailer got a Pulitzer Pulitzer for that. Gary Gilmore, that's it. Gary Gilmore. It was not in Texas. It was in Utah. Uh, and it was about this guy, Gary Gilmore, and going through the whole appellate process and then the execution, and it, it came out in 1979. And uh, and I did some additional reading on Firing Squad, and they're like, actually, it's the safest, most pain-free way to do it. But, of course, it looks really horrible, and so people don't mean it. looks barbaric, I guess. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, I, I, I don't care how they do it as long as it works, you know? You know what I think is the dumbest thing that you, that you hear when it comes to these executions? And remember we had a series of them a, a bunch of years ago where they were using the chemicals and they weren't working right. Remember how they referred to that as a botched execution? I'm like, you know, it's not really botched if the guy's greased. If the guy dies, that's actually a very successful execution. It was just a little messy on the way out. Uh, I actually haven't talked about the death penalty in a while. Uh, I, I support it. I, I was not always of that mindset. Um, and then we'll talk about this uh, this uh, young lady in uh, uh, in California with the pot psychosis thing. Um, very early on in my in my life in my teens and twenties, when you know I was also still kind of a Buddhist uh, socialist, uh, fresh out of community college. I I had an argument. I was a philosophy major, so I got Socratic on. I was like, well, I can't support the death penalty because. There is the opportunity for a person who is not guilty of the crime to be executed, and you can't take it back. You can't roll that. You can't let him out of jail. You can't let him out of the grave. So for me, in the very early days, I couldn't support it because of the capacity or the potential for the wrong person to get executed. Well, I I, I started to evolve that thinking uh, oddly around the time I had a daughter, <laughs> had my first kid. 
and also around the time I, I had my kid, my daughter, which was uh, 22 years ago, uh, forensic science has evolved to the point where, it, it, especially when it comes to you know a, a capital case, a, a capital punishment case, it, it, it's pretty rare and not likely that they're going to get it wrong, given that forensic science uh, is largely genetic now, and it's a very precise science, and it's come a long way over the past 20 years. Uh, and plus, I just think if you commit a certain kind of crime, you abdicate your right to live, and society has an obligation to take you out for the good of society. Not as an act of vengeance, not even really in the sense of justice, because I don't really know that killing somebody is just, okay? They, they, they don't get to suffer decades in jail, which I think is a worse punishment myself. Uh, but uh, certainly society has an obligation to itself to maintaining civility that people who are guilty of certain kinds of heinous crimes... Just need to go away, baby, and I don't care how you do it, actually. Here's uh, here's Robert. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, just out here on the road. Rock on, man. Hey, I got to, you know, the, that, that uh, execution in Mississippi with, uh, what, nitrogen gas. I got a solution for everybody. All the all these, uh, fentanyl, all the fentanyl we're, we're pulling in, let's just use that. Use fentanyl. <laughs> Why not? You just go to sleep, I it's mean, all it's over. Free. It's free. We got it coming across the border every day. Get the cartel guys to sing the, yep. to swing the states some supply, and uh, you got an execution right. case. You just slip in some fentanyl. Dude goes to sleep. No fuss, there no fuss. <laughs> All right, man. Good point. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. When we get back, we'll talk about this uh, this young lady in uh, California uh, who was sentenced to. I believe 100 hours of uh, community service and probation that's coming up next for killing a guy. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA. The 2024 race for the White House. I will tell you, it's not easy. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. You may want to call on this one. 210-599-5555. I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name correctly because I don't know that I've ever heard it out loud or paid attention. Bryn Spetcher, a young woman in her 20s uh, who in 2018, five years ago, went over to the home of her boyfriend, 26-year-old Chad Omelia in Thousand Oaks, California. Uh, They had a few bong hits, smoked some pot. And she uh, had some kind of psychotic episode. And she ends up stabbing her boyfriend. Now, they, I think they'd been away, they'd been together for a few weeks. I don't have an exact time, but all the stories say a few weeks, a couple of weeks. Not very, not, not very far to the relationship. He smokes some pot at his place in Thousand Oaks. She has some kind of psychotic break. And she stabs him over a hundred times. Obviously, he dies. Uh, She also attempts to stab herself uh, several times. Um, She's arrested, and uh, she was convicted uh, last year of involuntary manslaughter. Um, The defense offered up that the T 
THC levels in the marijuana they were smoking, uh, the, the, the THC content of weed in general these days, don't ask me how I know this, I have friends who have told me, is, yeah, yeah, much stronger, like a thousand times, it's a lot stronger <laughs> than what the hippies were smoking in the 60s and 70s and what you know we were smoking in the 80s. I mean, it's much stronger stuff. And in fact, it was starting to get a little strong in the 80s because people learned how to cross-pollinate and come up with different strains. Uh, but now, uh, especially in the states where it's legal, like Colorado, you know, there, there's a lot of THC in this stuff. That's why when folks buy gummies, you know, uh, you got to be really careful how many of those things you pop because you really don't know what the THC content is. So, yeah, I, I concur that the weed today is much stronger uh, than it was back in the 60s and 70s. Certainly it is. Um, she was, uh, but, but she, she had a psychotic break, a, a cannabis psycho- or a cannabis inspired or cannabis born psychotic break. And so it was determined uh, that she didn't really know what she was doing. That's why she got manslaughter. And the judge, um, the California judge, uh, gave her uh, some community service and probation. That's it. No jail time. His family obviously obviously is extraordinarily pissed off about this. And I, I, I don't know what happened with this chick. Uh, I think if you stab somebody uh, over 100 times... You probably have some underlying issues of some kind that have nothing to do with that stinking bong. That, I mean, a hundred times, that's rage. Yeah, perhaps some form of psychosis. Uh, I'm not here saying that I know any damn more about this weird story than you do, but I will say this. No, I don't believe pot made her do that. I absolutely do not believe that. I don't care how strong the weed is. I just don't believe you can smoke uh, unless there was something else in there. Unless they had something, you know, spiked with something. I don't know. But no, I'm not buying that this chick just smoked some really strong weed and stabbed a guy over a hundred times. You, 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 I, you know, I, I, I do a lot of true crime stuff. I read a lot of true crime stuff. I watch a lot of true crime stuff on TV, forensic files, and all that crap, and. Uh, as I, I tell you this all, a few years ago I was researching a, a crime novel I was writing, and I did a lot of research on this kind of thing. And when you ever, whenever you have somebody who has been stabbed over a hundred times, it is almost every single time the result of of yeah some kind of emotional break. But that's a crime of passion. That's rage, man. That is absolute freaking rage. In any event, okay, the argument that it was a pot thing is is a bad argument because you can't make that argument for tequila. If I drank a bottle of tequila, got into my car, and drove home and killed somebody, okay, they they wouldn't say, "Well, Sean just had too much tequila; it was a psychotic break. Give him some, uh, give him some community service hours." If you drink a bottle of gin and you go stab somebody a hundred times, you ain't walking out of that freaking jail because the the gin made you have a psychotic break. Freaking California. Gilbert, how are you? Gilbert. Hello? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey. Hey, good, good morning, sir. I do enjoy your show, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Thank putting you. it on for all of us every day. Hey, um, 
I hear I'm hearing a lot of people talking about this girl and then the case and everything. But uh, I just had a quick comment, and uh, you know, whether be whether she whether it be uh, court appointed or privately hired, or I'm sure they could look it up on in the records of the thing. But I bet you she had a a, a talented attorney as well. Well, she damn Skippy had a good attorney, man. He successfully yeah, argued. You know, like, he successfully argued that the chick smoked too much high-powered weed and went nuts. And, and I, she, I think, yeah, absolutely, she went nuts. I'm just, I'm not buying the weed thing. I'm really not. But it is California. People, a lot of people are talking about this case, but they're, as far as the power of the weed, they're forgetting to mention the power of a talented attorney. <laughs> well, again. By all observations, she had a very good lawyer or a weak-ass judge or one of these just-let-him-go judges out in California. But and, and again, I'm not arguing that she didn't have some kind of a break. All right. I'm just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying making the pot psychosis argument doesn't fly with me. It would be interesting to uh, look up, to me, uh, would be interesting to look up whether uh, it was provided by the state like court appointed or privately hired but uh regardless because both can be talented well um, yeah i mean it, I think well it'd be interesting to look it up even in it its was. well i mean the, the, our justice system is pretty corrupt right now by a lot of uh creeps and, and weirdos and socialists but even in its normal state what what are we talking about when it comes to a trial uh it's a contest it's a contest, you know. Is your lawyer gonna 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 make the better argument than the uh, than the state's lawyer or the or the or the court's lawyer? You know, I mean, uh, def- the prosecutor. Um, it, it's a contest, so you who you get to be your warrior in that room uh, sometimes makes all the difference in the world, especially when the evidence uh, is predominantly circumstantial. So, nah, I gotta go. 210 So, if you have any thoughts on that, we'll continue. Uh, coming up uh, next hour, uh, we'll talk about J- uh, Joe Biden uh, laying out the gibberish uh, once more yesterday at a brewery in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I, I, I made an observation earlier on Ware and Rima, and I'm going to predicate next hour with this with this thought. You know, the 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 idea of Joe Biden spouting out uh, or spouting off gibberish as he travels through the stages of dementia, as as I believe he is, the gibberish is no longer the story for me. You know what the story is for me when it comes to Biden opening his mouth and nonsense falling out. At this point, it's more about the reactions he gets. The fact that people still applaud for it. Now, I, I, I know this came out a few days ago that uh, wherever Biden shows up, I guess now what they're doing uh, is like in any given freaking, you know, TV competition show or reality TV. They got people out there holding up signs. Applause, applaud, cheer, laugh. But, you know, that notwithstanding... You got a lot of morons out there that support this guy beyond all reason, to the extent to where he can he can trip out some gibberish, you know, have some gibberish tumble out of his mouth. It doesn't make any damn sense to anybody. Nobody's getting it, and they still freaking cheer because the emperor wears no clothes. I mean, that's really where we are with this guy. So maybe because it's Friday, just for poops and giggles, we'll play some Joe Biden nonsense audio uh, next hour, because that's always a hoot. 
Um, let's see. John Cusack is still a jackass. I'll explain why that is. Oh, and dirty AI pictures of Taylor Swift. You couldn't see that coming, could you? Well, you got to see more of that uh, with the AI and the deep fake and all that stuff. Because, you know, it used to be, uh, I guess, if you were going to put, uh, we were talking about this again on Where and Rima, you want to uh, do some fake porn, it took, us, took some effort. But not with AI. It's very, very easy. It's coming up next hour. We'll be right back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Uh, 55 minutes to my Friday kicks in. Uh, how are you? We're going to hang out for an hour and talk some smack about the world and what's going on. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, obviously, the big story that's uh, that, that we're all looking at is uh, Eagle Pass. And uh, we now have an ultimatum, man. The the gauntlet has been tossed down in the back and forth between uh, our governor, uh, who uh, I am very happy with right now, and what he's doing. He's holding the line, holding the line, man. No, we're, we're they're putting up more razor wire today. Our national guardsmen, our people. You know, you, you take that razor wire down. So let's put up some more. That's Texas, man. And uh, we were supposed to give up, you know, Shelby Park, this uh, this bridge, uh, some kind of boat uh, launch, and you know, certain areas of the border where we are reinforcing with National Guardsmen, our Guardsmen, and uh, and additional razor wire. One thing I keep hearing, I'm sure you have too, is that the federal border people who are down there are fine with this. You know what I mean? Like they're not. <laughs> they don't have protective gloves on, and they're not two guys. You know, one state guy and one federal guy. You know, yanking at the yanking at the wire. The other guys are like, "Yeah, put more up, man." I mean, obviously, they have to do ultimately what uh, they are dictated to do from the uh, from the federal government. But it, by all observations, from what I've heard, man. Yeah, they obviously agree with what Texas is doing. These are their own people on the on the ground. Well, why? Because morale is really crappy right now. As I keep, we we know a couple of people who are border folks, work for Border Patrol or whatever. Uh and the morale of these people over the past few years is horrible because they're not allowed to do their job. So whenever you hear somebody, some idiot, some scumbag some mollusk uh, from inside the administration somehow twist this into Greg Abbott is keeping these people from doing their job. Okay, the reason their morale sucks right now, and in fact a lot of people I think are getting out of it, is because, no, they're actually not allowed to do their job. That's the point. They're making PB&Js for the illegals. They're giving them back rubs and stuff and processing them. This is a big moment. I mean, I'm sure you're feeling it. Call me up and let me know what you're thinking. I mean, this is how this goes, and today's the day. So the 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 next move is Abbott's. Well, I, I guess now the next move would be uh, Biden's, because he said you gotta you gotta give up those areas uh, before uh, before the end of today, I believe. And thus far, Abbott's not breaking down. Paxton's uh, got more lawsuits going. Uh, but it, you know, it's a, are you feeling this is a dicey situation? Are you, we keep tossing around this world, this word civil war. 
And uh, we've been talking about it for a few days now on this show. I am by no means a scholar on the American Civil War, but I have read it, read about it, beyond just what we used to be taught in high school, back when we used to teach, people used to teach this thing called American history uh, in, in, in school. But, you know, I've done some additional reading over the years myself. And and I, I, I'm not trying to conflate this with the actual civil war that we've already fought, because then in today's populist rhetoric, if you don't mention slavery, you don't talk about slavery, you don't talk about reparations, well, there's a whole lot of morons that don't want to have the conversation at all. But if you look at how the civil war began, and at least in the minds of the people of that era, what it was about, because slavery, yeah, horrible that was standard practice for pretty much everybody on earth and it always had been slavery was a freaking reality of the human condition of the human experience since we uh started basically building farms and stuff and doing agriculture i mean uh, human beings have enslaved each other i'm not justifying it i'm not making uh, any kind of uh, uh judgment on slavery as anything other than something that is horrible and should never happen but it was a pretty common thing around the earth, uh, and it was in young America at, at that moment. And certainly slavery was uh, the issue uh, that much of the Civil War emanated from. But at the heart of that, if you can go beneath that idea, really what was at play was what is the place and responsibility of the federal government and what is the place and responsibility of the state governments and and local municipal governments because the way this whole thing was crafted by the founding fathers at least based upon my reading this is just my opinion maybe you think i'm full of crap i don't know but it was trickle up power we talked about trickle down economics so this is trickle up power in that the whole idea of America, and I'm repeating myself from yesterday, but I'm going to do it, begins with you. (laughs) Where the power lies in America and in this whole concept of uh, personal freedom, it begins with you, you being the government of your own life. And that's what personal freedom is. It goes from you to the local uh, municipal government, city council, you know, whomever, mayor, whatever town in which you live. And uh, and it goes from that level, the municipal level, to the state level. And those three levels, in a sense, are supposed to rule over the last step in this journey, which is the federal government. The federal government's role was supposed to be very, 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 very small. Trickle up power, trickle up politics, or not politics, trickle up power. Well, the people who inhabit the swamp, the elite, the political class, they don't like that idea. They don't like that configuration. They want it the reverse. In fact, they just want to do away with the first thing about your personal freedom. And your state uh, officials and uh, state officials and, and municipal city officials, well, they should just be stooges of the federal government because the federal government, they just are so smart and all powerful and they should be making these decisions autonomously in fact let's just let the president make decisions autonomously and not even worry with the annoyance of congress and congressional approval and senate approval i mean ultimately what they want is to consolidate power yeah pretty much in one guy and it ain't donald trump 
And what's going on in Eagle Pass right now is about, in my opinion, and again, you may think I'm full of crap, but in my opinion, it's about either the continuance of that idea of American governance or it's the elimination of that. And yeah, that's how civil wars start in this country. So I don't know, man. We'll see how the day goes. Alex! Right on! Hey! Hey! Hey, brother. What's going on, man? Hey, you just, just, well, sorry about yesterday. I don't know what the heck's wrong with my phone. You know. It's oh, a, no worries, man. No worries. Stuff. S happens, okay, so you man. Just, you just described the wrong war. <laughs> What's that? You just described... The Revolutionary War. Well, it was the same idea, yeah. (laughs) America has always been fighting that battle. That was the initial battle. You're absolutely right. King George, we gave him the middle finger. King George, you can can put Joe Biden in for King George. Absolutely. Taxation without representation. Because how many billions, not millions, not hundreds of millions, billions of dollars of our tax money have been squandered, wasted, $80 $80 billion in Afghanistan, $150 billion in Ukraine. How much money? $6 billion to our enemies, the Iranians. That's a really brilliant idea. Oh, right yeah, it's there. beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well done, yeah. And that's what this is. I do not have any fealty to the U.S. government at this point. And I don't if, either. And if, and if Abbott is really smart and the other governors are really smart, need a convention of states, brother. Perhaps That's the only way you're going to get rid of the cancer. Perhaps right Boy. now you got twenty five. Well, you got twenty five governors right now that are siding with Abbott. Yes, they and are thirty eight. It ain't just Ron and, and Christie, man. It ain't just Ron and years. Christie. It's twenty. It's twenty five states across the board. And uh, thirty eight. Well, we're close. Right, we're closest we've ever been. Let's put it like that. Yeah, these that's guys got to go, man. Like I said, it's like cancer. The only way you're going to get rid of it, you got to cut it out. I agree, man. Absolutely, Alex. Have a great weekend, brother. Happy Freedom Friday, bro. Happy Freedom Friday, man. Let's hope it continues. Let's hope we preserve it. Hopefully, it survives this year. Don, how are you? Hello, sir. Hey. Uh, I thank you for everything you do. God bless you, brother. Oh, thank you. But, it's, uh, Really quite easy on my. I'm not really doing a whole lot of work here. <laughs> my part. <laughs> there are other people who are doing more work uh, towards preserving this country than me running my mouth. But I appreciate that. No, I love you. And uh, for the first, for the second time in my life, if I had to, I mean, I took an oath 50, 53 years ago for my country. And my God, if I have to do it again, uh, I, I would. I, I would go. Uh, mm. Texas is too valuable to lose. It's, I mean, our country's at stake, and heck yeah, I'd go, and uh, I'd volunteer again. I love you. Take care. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you for your service, man. Yeah, if you're if you're somebody who served in the military, you know, what, and put your, your ass on the line for this country, maybe you got wounded, maybe you lost a loved one who was a military person, what are you going through right now? And if you're active military watching this happen, what are you thinking about? Because if you're active military, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, well, you represent, at least from Joe Biden's perspective or whoever's actually running the country, okay, they see you as their their billy club. They see you as their power. And every single one of you, because if this goes, you know, in that direction, 
and Abbott doesn't break, you know, doesn't back down, and we keep loading up the the razor wire, and we keep doing what we have to do to protect Texas. Uh, and the Biden administration wants to do something about that. Well, how do they do that? There's only one way, and that involves a whole lot of people who have pledged to give their lives for the continuance of this country and the protection of the American people. And you're going to roll those folks out against Americans, then every single one of those people has a choice to make. Is this a lawful order or is it not? And I can't believe I'm talking about this crap, and I can't believe that this crap is real. That's the bizarre aspect of this thing. That's what's surreal about this whole sitch, man. This is big history. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. at Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, 20 minutes after 10, talking about, well, the border. Uh, Kent, hang on. Here's Ed. Ed, how are you? Hello? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing fine, Sean. Listen to you and Trey a lot. Once in a while, I'm able to get through. God bless and you. And this is my... my my once in a while. It's real short, sweet, and simple. And that is the fact that... Are you surfing right now? Invaded. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I, work on, I work on swimming pools. That's what I'm doing. Ah, so I was I'm, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, dude. What are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> uh, part of my oath that I took both times that I went in the military was to defend this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Sooner or later, those of us that have served will say enough is enough. And we, you know, it's just what I see going on is sooner or later there will be an American Revolution or a Civil War or both because... We don't want this country to go the way of other countries in the world. I agree. <laughs> I, I I don't. I, I am curious because I, I love I love hearing from our vets on this on this topic because you're the folks I want to know what you're thinking about this. And I think you're right. I think we're well, at a, I, I think we're at a real crossroads here as far as whether the, or not this country is going to continue or not. Well, I hope and pray it does because I'm. Quite a bit older than you are. I was born in 1949. Mm. I saw a lot that happened when I was growing up, like the people being shot trying to cross over from East Germany to uh, East Berlin to West Berlin. Mm. I heard about that. So there's just stuff that, if it came down to it, at my age, I'd volunteer. Wow. To make sure that I don't doubt that at all had a place to live and they can say I'm free because brave people went out and fought for this country to maintain our way of life. Absolutely. And lesser people are trying to destroy it. People who have never put anything on the line uh, for a second in their existences. Lesser people want to destroy it. And the last thing is I know you got people, other people need to talk to we need to do like Israel does. Any everybody from the ages of eighteen to twenty five, they serve two years, then they're out. But should Israel ever need you, 
you're subject to a recall. I used to be opposed to that idea. I am warming up to it, though, Though as of late. Um, I, I, first off, I think for the younger generations, uh, yeah, it might help them get their little lives started a little quicker. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, <laughs> People might actually get about living their lives, you know, before the age of 30, you know. So I uh, uh, I think it'd be good for them. I wish I had done it. I didn't. My brother did. My dad was a Navy guy. Um, and 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 also, uh, yeah, you, you we have to be able to protect the homeland. Israel, you look at Israel, that's just a matter of fact, man. It's men and women. They all got to serve. Uh, and they are already uh, at the drop of a hat, or if they get the go-ahead to protect their country. And I think you would see, if you had, I don't think it'll ever happen in this country. Uh, where I don't think, unless we roll back conscription, but I don't see that. But as an idea, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. Ed, I got to go, man. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Have a blessed day, and have a better day tomorrow. All right, you too, brother. You too. Uh, let's go to Kent. Kent, how are you? Mm-hmm. Hey, up, <laughs> how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Rolling down the road, headed for the for the uh, the, the, the trucker convoy to go block the block the border. Uh, <laughs> block the border. I, I got, yeah, a bunch of trucks headed down that way. Really? To protest. Yeah. Oh wow! I, yeah, I didn't know about that. Eighteen wheelers. Wow, that's badass. We're gonna shut it down ourselves. Really? But I, all I got to say is, light the damn fuse, baby. I am ready for this thing to go. Eighteen thirty-six, all over again. Yeah. Remember the freaking Alamo. Kick Joe's ass out of this. Kick him out of the damn country. I, you know, that's that's Texas. That's who this. That's who this. This place we call Texas State. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me if we went back to being an actual nation. An autonomous yeah. nation, but I, 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 you don't shove Texans around, man. You don't shove no, Texas around. You don't tell Texas what to do. And they're I picking, a, they're picking a fight, but I don't think they really appreciate the, you know, what that actually means. Well, I, I've been fed up with Barack Obama since what two thousand and eight. I mean, it's just, and and this is just a, another term for him i mean it's well yeah joe, joe, joe's too down he's too far gone to know what he's doing i feel sorry for joe i really do well there's something uh I, i've been saying shakespearean almost or, or a greek about a greek you know like a greek tragedy you got a guy who basically sold his soul his entire adult life to be president of the united states that's always been biden's prize and then he achieves it, and he loses his mind, and in a sense, can't even really experience it. I mean, there is sort of a right. weird you know, <laughs> twist to that. You know what? You know what I hope for in the afterlife. What? I hope Jesus has a balcony where we can watch the likes of, of Biden and all of them, and Soros and Clinton, <laughs> where we can watch them burning, dancing in hell. <laughs> hey, hey, Kent, can you clarify again what what you're doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a truckers convoy, you know, kind of like what they did up in Canada, right? With the, with the COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a convoy headed down that way uh, here in the next week or so. Really? And you're a part yeah. of this? You're doing yeah. this too? Yeah, yeah. I'm on my way. I'm up in Nebraska right now, but I'm headed down that way. Wow. Got a got well, a hey, uh, and then uh, 
but yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna line up line up the trucks, and <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that we'll stop any illegals from getting in, but but they're gonna know. You're, they're going to know you. Hey, keep in touch with us next week. It, it trades off next week, so I'm going to be on the early show. So uh, just keep in touch with us. Uh, okay. I'd like to hear back from you guys while this thing is going on. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, Ken. Be safe out there, man. We love the truckers, man. Be cool. Have a good weekend. Later, man. All right, man. Bye-bye. Uh, two, wow. That's, that's that's big news. That's badass. I'm not missing anything, right, Don? You haven't. Nobody's. Have we heard no, of anything like this? This probably just started in the last two days. If he's up in Nebraska, he'll be back down here within a day and a half. And if they're, you know, the truckers—they're all on the CBs talking. Oh, sure, to each other. they all talk. Yeah, yeah. There's no internet group. They're, they still use CBs. Well, it's uh, the American trucker. It's a kind of rel- relatively small community in its own weird way. It's a very tight bunch of people who keep in contact. If that's happening, I think that's badass. Bunch of semi truck drivers going to go down to the border. Now he's right, wh- wh- whatever that means or what it actually happens, but it makes a statement. Oh, crank it up! We'll take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Wow, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. This is, uh, we're finding out about something on the air right now. Very obviously, I'm not able to vet stuff, but we, we had a, uh, one of our trucker listeners call up. He was heading down from Nebraska, and uh, he was saying hey, there's a convoy going on of truckers heading down to the border, heading down to Eagle Pass. And we're all going to go down there and just make a big show of it. And uh, I guess a lot of folks are, are hitching into this. And so I, I, we started talk about it, talking about it on the radio, and I've, I've had a couple of other people confirm this. And a Facebook buddy of mine sent me a flyer that, uh, that, he, that he received, and uh, he's a trucker as well, and I just posted it on my Facebook page. Take our borders back convoy. Peaceful Assembly. Convoy begins January 29th. And uh, that's when the convoy is supposed to begin. Uh, They want to be in Eagle Pass. February 3rd. Let me just read some of this to you. Uh, And and I guess there's a website. I've got to look this up, James. Takeourborderback.com. James, go and check that out. Actually, there's three locations. For February 3rd, Eagle Pass, Tucson, Arizona, and San Diego. I'm just reading off this flyer. Again, I can't vet any of this stuff. This is what just what people are sending me right now. Calling all truckers, bikers, law enforcement, veterans, military, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, and freedom-loving Americans. The time is now for we the people to peacefully assemble in honor of our constitutional rights to call on our government to take action and secure our border. Make your voices heard, America. Roll with us. Takebackourborder.com or takeourborderback.com. Wow. Okay, website's legit. Is it? Yep, and I also found four hours ago 
on YouTube, they posted something about this. They're looking, hopefully, to have about 700,000 trucks. Whoa, man. Wow. Wow. You may be hearing about this for the first time here, man. I don't know. Here's Ricky. Ricky, how are you? Hey, good morning, Sean. Thanks for having me on. I was listening to your show as usual. God bless you. Everyone knows I'm the West Texas trucker. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be able. I'll be more than happy to ride down there. Have you heard anything about this? This is the first I've heard of it, and I've been on Facebook. I haven't seen anything about it. I mean, anything uh, regarding anything like this. And well, this was something that was posted on some kind of social media. It got fi- when this, whenever, because my buddy got this sent to him. Uh, and looking at this, James says four four thousand seven hundred seventy people have liked this. 59,000 have hearted this. Uh, wow. I guess this is real, man. You, so you, you, if this is real, you're going to do you going to join this convoy? Yeah, I'll take a ride down there. Heck yeah, I will. Wow, man. I sure will, man. It's just, just I'll be more than happy to participate cuz I do not like what this government has been doing since day 1. Right. Me day neither. Day 1. They, they have been poking and poking and poking and poking. And the thing is, Sean, what they're going to say is what we need, I guess the first thing, we need to be aware of who's at this place, all truckers, everybody who's going to be there, so that another Ray Epps doesn't infiltrate us and that we point them out mm. right away and show their face. That's the number one thing we Good need point. to look for because that's the number one thing we need to look for. I cannot stress this enough is that we need to find out who these people are. I agree, man. Well, uh, hopefully you'll, we'll, you'll you'll be on the convoy, man. I appreciate you checking in with me, man. Thanks for listening. Okay. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. God bless you, sir. What's that? All right, from the website, it's saying that they would need 700,000 trucks to totally line the border like a wall. Oh, wow. Um, they're calling it a three-state rally, uh, Arizona, Texas, and I guess in New Mexico would be the third. But they've got people coming from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Good Lord. Uh, Isidro, San Isidro, California, coming to Yuma, Arizona. So they've got this. This has been organized. They've been working. Oh, on yeah. This, this is um, their opening statement is calling all active and retired law enforcement and military veterans, mama bears, elected officials, business <laughs> owners, ranchers, truckers, bikers, media, and law abiding, freedom loving Americans. Wow, man. <laughs> wow. So the the idea is to get as many semis down there that you can just park them alongside the border, and you've got a, a wall on wheels, basically. California, Arizona, and Texas are the three states. They have maps for how you can get to the locations. Damn. Takeourborderback.com. That's, uh, yeah, they've got, they've got these convoys numbered. Uh, they got one coming out of Dripping Springs going, really? going to Yuma, Arizona. Oh, wow, man. This is impressive. This is amazing. So we're, we'll we'll keep on top of this, obviously, uh, because uh, January 29th, That's what Monday, mm-hmm. and the third would be. I think Friday would be Friday. <laughs> and we still don't know what's going to happen today with Biden's response. To Greg Abbott, not uh, you know, basically uh, saying blank you on the ultimatum. His people, so things could change really dramatically today and tomorrow or Sunday. His his people either are learning about this today, yeah, 
or learned about it yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. And, yeah, this yeah. is your move. Well, Trudeau, when the, all the truckers were up there with the uh, vaccine requirements, mm-hmm. I think he did a lot of crap. He shut down their bank accounts, I think, of the folks that they were, that were able to determine had participated in this. truck driver. I mean, they, a lot of nasty crap happened. That was Canada, obviously. But this is America, and uh, you got a whole lot of truckers, I think, going to be heading down to Eagle Pass next week. I'm going to go on a limb and guess a lot of truckers don't have all their money in banking institutions. <laughs> no, you think so? Holy crap, man. This is uh, getting really, really interesting. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, again, this is something uh, that we're learning about on the air. Uh a convoy uh they're looking for seven hundred thousand trucks to make a, a complete border wall <laughs> they've estimated based on the lengths of the trucks they would need seven hundred thousand just parked on the border take our border back convoy 2024 at the top of the flyer peaceful assembly i haven't seen the website yet but i'm sure they got that on there peaceful assembly but convoy begins january 29th you're to be at your final rally location, as James pointed out, uh, here in Texas, Arizona, and California on uh, a week from today, February 3rd. And it's not just for truckers. Truckers, bikers, law enforcement. You said mama bears on the website. Yeah, they put mama <laughs> bears because you, you know they'll be the first one. Uh, that's a bear you really don't want to poke, man. Make your ver- voices heard, America, if you want to check out the website. Again, we don't know anything about this. We, we, we're, we can't verify any of this. It's just something that came out on the air. But there is a website you can check, check out, TakeOurBorderBack.com. Man, buckle your seatbelts, kids. It's going to be a bumpy night. Here's Gina. How are you? Hey, uh, the Canadian thing was massive. I was oh, yeah. in Alaska during that time. Oh, wow. And it went... From one side of Canada to the other for weeks. Wow. Weeks. We didn't hear and about it that much said, down here. We, we heard it was a story for about a oh, week, and that was it. Oh, no. It, it went on and on during snowstorms and blizzards and everything. They even, they, even, uh, they went all the way to, like, basically, what, like, Parliament or, you know, right, DC right. and blockaded, blockaded the entire um, capital. With 18 wheelers. And wow. people were just cheering them on. So, what Trudeau was doing was actually freezing their accounts, trying to block them from getting fuel. So, I fuel thought they were freezing their. Secret... I thought they were messing with their bank accounts. Right. I remember that. Holy yeah. crap. And then they also were freezing, trying to get some fuel. So, you had truck, uh, uh, fuel trucks doing secret places for them to fuel up, or you had, like, mom-and-pop gas truck stops right. who were just basically saying, take it. <sighs> so it, it was mad, and, and uh, the, the law enforcement there weren't stopping them because they weren't doing anything truly illegal, but Trudeau was trying to get, like, you know, the Canadian Mounties to basically stop them. Right. Like our National Guard right. kind of level. It, it, it went on for several several weeks and they still have a thing going on um there but that it 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 truly was it it stopped it literally stopped the country wow well everyone was supporting them but they froze they froze their assets they froze uh, their bank accounts they couldn't use their credit cards so they couldn't buy fuel oh my god people were just basically like 
here's the money, go fuel up, continue going. People were going out like with uh, like the farmers with their trucks, were following with tractors. <laughs> I mean, just people were feeding them. It was funny being Canada, you know, who's right. basically like France 2.0. <laughs> but they really went after it. Well, it'll be interesting and, to see and, how and they, if and this they got what they got. Yeah, well, it'll they got be the no COVID back passport because that was the whole right. thing they were going to be required to get the vax passport to be able to uh bring goods across right the uh the line the border, even yeah. between the the borders in, internally of canada but also south to the u.s and the u.s truckers were like we're not bringing you oh, I, 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 I gotta watch what you say there i know we're all passionate here <laughs> we we don't disagree with you but well yeah, and we did, we didn't know to the extent to I, I didn't. That's, yeah, I mean, I, I remember this, the the convoy in Canada with the Vax thing, uh, you know, being a story. But I didn't know that was going on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and it was that extensive. Um. Well, look, we're in a very interesting moment, and if this convoy is is actually happening, which I I'm I, I don't know, James, I'm starting to believe that yeah, this is a real thing. Oh yeah, it's going down. Ooh going to be a very interesting week next week man could be a very interesting weekend the game is afoot trey, trey just canceled his vacation it's all right we got it we'll take care of it it's all good 210-599-5555 it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa the 2024 race for the white house there are dozens of states to go. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, things are getting interesting, man. 210-599-5555. You want to get in on the tail end here. Uh, we've spent uh, a goodly amount of time over this uh, morning talking about what's going on at the border with uh, the line in the sand being drawn by Governor Greg Abbott and uh, the Biden uh, administration. Uh, the Biden administration uh, uh, laying down an ultimatum yesterday. And, uh, you got you got to relinquish these areas of the border to us today, Friday, or you're going to get a really bad spanking. And uh, uh, you know, it remains to be seen. I, I I don't see Greg Abbott backing down for any reason. We got 25 uh, governors of 25 other states who are standing alongside us. Christy Noem. Uh, Christy Noam on the uh, Hannity show said last night that she she will personally drive razor wire down to Texas in her own truck if she has to. And now we're learning uh, of a potential convoy of semi-truck drivers who are some of my favorite people in the world. They truly are. And I've, I've, I've had truckers in my life as far back as I can remember, all the way back to my convenience store days. And they're talking about a convoy that's going to kick off this Monday, make its way down to Eagle Pass, and they, they and, and uh, San Diego, I believe, right, James, and uh, uh, San a- Arizo- Tucson, Arizona, San Cedro, California, right. um, Arizona, and Texas are the three right. states they're looking to head to. But they've got maps from Virginia, East Coast, other parts of the right. country for the truckers to know how to get to eagle pass and they're calling for everybody else to come along too not just not just truckers your right. mil- retired military you want to go on down there law enforcement law enforcement uh proud mama bear <laughs> this is great i mean it's great i'm loving this 
And we're doing it but, peacefully. And we're and, and on all their stuff, the peaceful assembly, peaceful assembly, peaceful assembly. Because you know how they went after Trump. Uh, they just kind of cut out of the tape there that he said, peace, uh, you know, peacefully protest on January 6th. But, hey, we've been put here. We've been drugged here. We have been shoved into this corner. And again, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because I, I think we both agree, or all of us agree, that they want something to happen. That's why Barnaby Jones there in the freaking Oval Office can't shut up about F- F-16s. Actually, Barnaby Jones had a little bit more on the, uh, <laughs> a little more, little more. Go- Buddy Ebsen in his final years had a little bit more going on intellectually than uh, than Joe Biden. Well, I don't know, Mister Man. We'll see how this goes. But as I said yesterday, and I'll continue to say it, I stand with Texas. I live in Texas. I, I love Texas. I stand with Texas. That ain't even a freaking question for me. And ain't ain't a question for anybody in my household. I can tell you that. So I hope this convoy is real. Uh, I, I, I I don't want anybody accusing me of fomenting social conflict or civil war or what. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just being a freaking observant, taxpaying American citizen and a citizen of the great state of Texas. Feels like some S is about to go down. <laughs> to put it mildly, man. You know, I can't, what just popped into my head about that idea. Uh, there's a, one of my favorite memes that uh, I think my wife actually uh, printed one of these out and, and put on the put on the wall. You, surely you've seen that meme meme where uh, the devil leaned over to me and whispered, "There's a storm coming," and I uh, leaned into the devil and replied, "I am the storm." <laughs> you know, so we'll see. We'll see, baby. Uh, God be with us all. God be with Texas. God be with the United States of America, or what's left of it. God be with the world, man. And I was going to talk about, you know, water wings. I was going to try to get some. I was going to. I was going to lighten things up on a Friday and talk about the freaking boneless wings at Whataburger if they're any good. You got a minute? Knock it out. I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I've gone back and forth with Ware over the bone in, bone out thing. Because for a long time I got kind of lazy and I just liked bone. I didn't like gnawing on a bone, you know. But my wife and I went to one of the wing places uh, about a week ago, and uh, the wing places, their prices have gotten jacked up just like everything else. It was like $15 for a 10-piece dinner combo. You know what, James? At that point, I want the full Monty. I want the whole damn wing, man. If I'm paying 15 bucks, I want the damn bones. I want the marrow. I want the wings. All right. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, God be with us. Let's see how things go. Thank you, James, Elaine, uh, Don Morgan, and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Yeah. God bless Texas.